the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney. And I'm also a bankruptcy law certified specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. And as I've shared with you before, I must be crazy because in addition to my JD, I also hold a couple of other law degrees. So I was in law school for a really long time. I am also a master of the laws of taxation law and a master of the laws of intellectual property law. Now, because of my education, my training, my experiences, and my lifelong interests in business and money and finance and wealth creation and wealth preservation and wealth transfer and the roles that these particular aspects of economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law because it is my firm belief that the effective equitable and timely use of the remedial tools that are inherent in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4 of the United States Constitution, also known as the Bankruptcy Clause, as articulated by Congress in the Federal Bankruptcy Code and by the Supreme Court of the United States in the Federal Rules of Bankruptcy Procedures and the myriad of federal and state laws dealing with debt collection along with the applicable federal and state case laws used like by practitioners like me and by bankruptcy courts that I appear before to determine the rights and responsibilities of debtors and collectors Bankruptcy law is not just only about the money, 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 but more importantly, it is all about the reclamation, redemption, and revitalization of the economic lives of financially distressed individuals, families, and small businesses, and large businesses. But only if those financially distressed family units or business entities are headed by honest, but temporarily unfortunate human beings who sometimes make bad financial decisions or are negatively impacted by outside forces beyond their control that push them into financial distress, such as a worldwide COVID-19 pandemic that, according to the CDC, as of October 8, 2021, has already killed 707,000 65 Americans, 775,000 
665 Americans while initially costing more than 23 million American jobs at its beginning. And this is according to the Center for Education and Workforce at Georgetown University. Also, also, these are negative things that happen to people like you and me. But thankfully, the number of folks who've lost their jobs has been reduced to 8 million. That's a huge number, especially when you think about the fact that they're mostly women and people of color. And as such, that means the very large segment of our society is in financial distress. So that's why I practice bankruptcy law. I really like helping honest debtors figure out a way to dig themselves out of the financial ditch that they either drove themselves into or got pushed into by some other person or some other incident or entity on the one hand. And I also like helping the honest creditor vindicate his or her rights in a debtor's bankruptcy case by making sure that the debtor treats that creditor fairly and even-handedly throughout the process. On the other hand, and as I've shared with you before, I also practice some related legal fields, and those are debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and of course, taxation law. Now, with those areas of my own personal focus and interest in mind, I have spent the greater part of the last 40 years, both before I went to law school and after, fighting for the economic empowerment independence and autonomy of women, people of color, communities of color, including indigenous people and their tribes. And because I grew up as a military brat, I'm also proud to say that I really like to help veterans of all stripes. And I really like helping seniors as more and more of us become not only the targets of, but also the victims of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse that you could ever imagine that's running rampant in our society today. So I'm coming to you again today to discuss some of the financial and legal issues confronting individuals, families, and especially small business owners. However, I must once again ask you to please note that this show doesn't provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that's tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances, and hopefully to provide you with at least an outline, an overall outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find the qualified professional help I truly believe you need to acquire to assist you if you're having a legal issue that intersects with your finances and or your other assets. So let's jump right into our continuing discussion of what residential and or commercial tenants can and should do next now that the United States Supreme Court has shut down the CDC's nationwide eviction moratoria, the $47 billion with a B Federal Emergency Rental Assistance Program lacks the infrastructure needed to get the proceeds out to the tenants and the landlords, and the California legislature and Governor Newsom decided to let our statewide moratoria lapse as of midnight, September 30, 2021. 
So the question before us all is, what's a tenant who's behind in his or her or its rent? And what's his or her or its landlord supposed to do? Um, as I shared with you last week, it might just be that you, Mr. or Ms. Residential, and maybe even you, Mr. or Ms. Commercial Tenant, and your mom and pop landlord might still be protected by a local, municipal, or county eviction halting ordinance that is attached, was attached in some way to the California state run. Uh, process, but not necessarily. But more importantly, these municipal or county uh, eviction moratoria uh, ordinances are attached to the state of California run emergency rental relief fund that you can apply for and it can be used to pay both your unpaid utility bills as well as your unpaid rent to your landlord, who is likely a small business owner, especially if they are. And that small business landlord is likely in as much financial distress as you, their tenants, are. So at the forefront of providing this local rental relief in cities and counties are the city of Berkeley, the city of Oakland, the counties of Alameda and Solano, and the city of Fresno, all in Northern California, where I live. So I think everybody who lives in Northern California, well, most of us, we got pretty much going on the ball and we do care about our constituencies and our brothers and sisters in Christ. So what these political leaders uh, have done since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic has been trying to figure out ways to help their constituents and their fellow citizens survive this pandemic. So last week I, I laid out some of the details of the Oakland local eviction moratorium and I share with you who you need to contact if you have any questions or you want some additional insight. Um, and so that's the, the first step. Well, uh, starting again, I want, I want to recap so we'll, we'll level set. So starting this past um, Friday, October 1, for the first time in more than a year, landlords statewide were once again able to kick out tenants who hadn't paid their rent. However, other kinds of financial aid are available, and this financial relief may be far more helpful than any of the assistance we've discussed thus far. You must understand that although California's statewide eviction moratoria expired on September 30th, some places in California have in place these local ordinances that will continue to prevent eviction, and it's likely, I'm not going to say likely, but I'm going to say maybe your town or county be one of the cities or counties that does. You need to check out your cities or your county's housing and economic development departments to see if there's a local ordinance protecting renters in place in your community. However, and probably much more important to us all is the fact that no matter where you live in California, people who meet income requirements can take advantage of a statewide program that offers 100% relief. That is to say, they will assist you in paying your back rent that was accrued during the 
pandemic and your unpaid water and electricity bills. And that's because California has this $7.2 billion with a B fund, and it's entitled the Rent Forgiveness Program. And it's separate and distinct from the constipated federal emergency rental relief program that I've been ragging on for the last several weeks. For information, please call California COVID-19, the Rental Relief Center, and the number is 833-430-2122, or go to their website, housing.ca.gov forward slash COVID underscore RR, or you can also call area code 833-687-0967. There's no deadline to apply but you need to get on it right away because if you're in the process of applying for this relief, no matter where you are in California, it might just be a defense for your being evicted. So when we come back, I'm going to give you a high-level overview of the rental program, the moratorium in the city of Fresno. But we're going to take a short break, and I'll see you on the other side. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our ongoing discussion of what may be the final frontier of staying in your residential and maybe even your commercial rental unit if your city or county has implemented a local eviction ordinance. And that just might be the case, like cities of Berkeley and Oakland and uh, the counties of Alameda and Solano, all in Northern California, and specifically the city of Fresno that I'm going to give you a bit of information on right now. Now, as reported by Cassandra uh, Garibe in the Sacramento Bee on September 30th, 2021, the statewide eviction moratorium did not end on September 30th, 2021 in the city of Fresno because it has a local moratorium that will remain in effect until the city declares the emergency that put it in in the first place lifted. And that's likely going to be months away. This means that evictions for non-payment of rent for tenant tenants who've been financially impacted by COVID-19 will still be prohibited uh, in Fresno past the lapsing of the statewide uh, eviction moratoria this past uh, week on September 30th, 2021. According to Mayor Jerry Dyer, Dyer, the decision of when to lift the local moratorium and the declaration of emergency is still up in the air and will be based on local coronavirus data. It will likely not be lifted this calendar year. And so the dire said after the uh, Delta variant struck the city and the nation, we want to make sure that we're very thoughtful about how we proceed. This according to Dyer. The last thing we want to see as a mayor are people fighting eviction during the holiday season, he went on to say. So whatever we do, it will probably correspond with or after the first of the year. 
and uh, a local city council person, Tyler Maxwell, who co-sponsored the local eviction protection program, expressed a similar sentiment. The moratorium will not be expiring in the city of Fresno in the next two weeks or maybe even the next two months. And housing advocates say that they support the eviction moratorium staying in place. Point blank, eviction moratoriums save lives. It's public health, and that's according to Jamie Noska, who is with the group Faith in the Valley, uh, a regional advisor to the city. Now, the city published 10 things that it wants you to know about its eviction moratorium. First, of course, the local eviction moratorium will continue, but did continue past September 30th, even though the statewide moratorium went away. Um, the Fresno one stays in place until, unless and until the city council and the mayor lift it. Now, you should know that the number two, the local moratorium does not prevent all eviction, only those that are directly related to um, non-payment of rent that was COVID related in some way. And you and I, what I like about uh, what's going on in Fresno, they come out right out and say, commercial tenants cannot be evicted for non-payment of rent if they must close their business to prevent or reduce the spread of COVID-19. Now, that's not the case in all cities. Number three, Fresno eviction moratorium will remain as long as the local declaration of emergency stays in place. Number four, the moratorium on discontinuing city-operated utilities will remain, but they go on to say PG&E's uh, um, discontinuing uh, moratoria will come to an end or did come to the, an end last week. They go on to say that for as long as the direct declaration of emergency is in effect, the city will not shut off utilities or sanitary services. But they go on to explain that PG&E has decided that it will recommence the process, but what you had in place, what you owed as of the end of the moratoria, they will divide it up and let you pay it over equally divided payments up to 24 months. So you need to check with PG&E yourself to make sure that you can take advantage of that situation. Number five, Fresno emergency ordinance likely won't be lifted until the beginning of 2022. Number six, thousands of renters are likely to risk uh, eviction when the moratorium ends, and that's why the city's using this um, uh, cautious way to approach um, figuring out when or if they will uh, lift their declaration. Now, they also want you to know, number seven, Fresno has emergency rent money to distribute to renters and landlords. They go on to say both city officials and housing advocates stress the resources, including the emergency rental assistance program are available to renters and landlords. The city of Fresno has distributed roughly $10 million of the $42 million the city was given by the state and federal government to assist renters who've fallen behind in their rent due to COVID-19's impact. So they urge you to reach out to 
um, uh, the rental assistance program. And you can visit Fresno.gov forward slash mayor forward slash E-R-A-P for Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Or you can call this telephone number. I love telephone numbers. Area code 559-621-6801. And there's a panoply of nonprofit organizations that are also willing and able to provide you with assistance. So instead of listing all of these telephone numbers, I urge you to call the city of Fresno, uh, area code 559-621-6801, and they can point you to how to get in touch with uh, an organization called Reading and Beyond. Also, the Fresno Center. Um, There's a couple of Spanish-speaking organizations. There's also the Education and Leadership Foundation and the West Fresno Family Resource Center. Or you can apply to Fresno County by going to FresnoRentalHelp.com, all lowercase, or call the County of Fresno at area code 559-515-4700. The eighth thing Fresno wants you to know is renters cannot be evicted while their emergency rental assistance program application is pending. I've, I've stressed that. This could be a 100% defense. If you started the process, it's likely going to take a minute. But if somebody you know, starts an eviction proceeding against you and you've already started the process, showing the court that you have started the process... And likely if you started the process before the eviction uh, uh, notice took place, that's evidence that might cause a court to say that you can't be evicted because you're acting in good faith. So I stress that. Okay. Number nine, the emergency rental assistance program can cover up to 18 months of rental and utility debt. And number 10, this is great. Free legal representation is available. The city's eviction protection program utilized $750,000 to set up a process to provide renters who may be facing an unlawful eviction with free legal representation, much like a free criminal defense. Tenants who apply will be screened by the city and those deemed to be facing potentially unlawful evictions will be provided legal counsel from outside law firms that the city is underwriting. The city has contracted with two law firms and um, they will give you the pertinent information if you contact the city. They conclude by saying we are really trying to gear up and make sure we have the long-term funding available for when and if the local moratoria is lifted because we're anticipating a surge in potential evictions at that time. That's according to uh, a representative of the city. The initial screening application can be found, again, at fresno.gov forward slash EPP. Tenants, Uh, can do the following to request legal assistance. You can fill out and submit a form 
found at the bottom of uh, the city's website page, fresno.gov forward slash EPP, or you can call area code 559-621-8400 to request to be screened for the eviction protection program. And there's also other ways, but those are the two best ways. Now, any tenant who receives an eviction notice can also call Central California Legal Services for a free legal assistance consultation. Area code 800-675-8001. So with that, we're going to leave it there for now. But it's always nice (laughs) here at Selwyn's Law to stay on the right side of the law, especially when your local government is helping you stay in your commercial or residential unit or is willing to do what it needs to do to help you. Because we all need a place to stay until we get past this pandemic. But in the meantime, I urge you, please get vaccinated until we have herd immunity. And please keep your social distance, mask up, and wash your hands when you're out and about. So till next time, please take care. Stay safe. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.